me start this over. Um, welcome to Just Listen Understand. This is No Chill Nyla. And you want to say your name? Uh, yeah, my name is Quincy. Okay, and Quincy. Um, I guess that's his that's name, stage name, his stage name. Didn't know that. Guess Quincy Jones. Anyway, yeah, what we're talking about is um, millennials and the sex drought. I actually watched a video about it. Mm-hmm. What was the video called? Um, it's on YouTube. I cannot pronounce his last name, but he's really famous. I'm telling you he's one of those YouTube philosophers. No, he's just he does like really good videography, and it the video was called "Not Getting Any," a discussion. Hmm. So yeah, and he was talking about how the lack of millennials are not getting any, and how more men are going celibate. And how maybe because people are getting married later in life than, you know, back in the day. But it's just surprising how we have all this technology to find somebody like Tinder, um, Bumble. I think that's one. Grindr. Um, what else? Plenty of fish. You name it. We got, we got a lot of options. But yet, we're going through this drought. So that right there... Um from a male's perspective, uh, from what I've heard, is uh, something called MGTOW, Men Going Their Own Way. And it's basically uh, mm-hmm. it's a movement tailored to men just, you know, doing what makes a man happy. So you don't think sex makes a man happy? It can. Mm-hmm. But there's stuff that goes into, you know what I'm saying, getting sex mm-hmm. or getting to, you know what I'm saying, the point of having sex that can make a man unhappy. To be honest, I really thought men couldn't go celibate. Why? Because they act like they need sex or they're going to die. Mm. I swear. Well, that's crazy. Um, But, you know what I'm saying? Now that you bring that up about, like, YouTube videos, like, mm-hmm. uh, there's also another movement. It's called NoFap. NoFap is, like, <laughs> NoFap is the movement, is a movement that, like, pretty much is, like, is based in the idea of, like, a man or like a collective of men not masturbating because I don't know like once you isn't there a problem if y'all don't masturbate like yeah you can get prostate cancer so like yeah of course you should like I don't know I'm like shit I'm a supporter of it but that is you know what I'm saying yeah don't you need to get your nut yeah but you know like it happens you know like shit like um, you know, like, that's what any is, nocturnal emissions. It's like, it's a dream. So, like, it'll still uh-huh. happen. But, like, that that's always been the weird thing is, like, can you control that? Like, can you control? That's basically, that's, nocturnal emissions is basically like a wet dream. But, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, it's kind of like, can you control that, like, consciously and make yourself do that in, in your sleep is a question. But also, um, having a wet dream, mm-hmm. I think so. Like, can you control not having it or having it or having it? Uh, I think so. Um, I think it's based on like the food that you eat, um, as well as the stuff wait, that wait, you wait. Eat. I hear if you masturbate, then you won't have wet dream, you won't have a wet dream. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. Okay, but why would you want a wet dream? Because then you got to change your sheets. And- all that extra stuff. Just, just saying. Shit. 
Why would you want to change your sheets? Because you just ejaculated in your bed. So, I would have seen when you're having a wet dream. So that's like. But you want to clean your sheets just to be clean. Who, like who wants? Who wants to go to bed and come? Like no. I mean, it's yours. No. That's an interesting conversation. I had um, <laughs> I had a conversation with uh, one of my friends from ANC. She was like, mm-hmm. she would rather um, she would rather sit on somebody else's pee in a public bathroom than drink her own pee. I'm like, that's okay. that's too. First extreme. of all, this is a weird conversation because I I started it, but we was talking about drinking pee and shit. But like, that's some R. Kelly type shit. No, that's a golden shower. That's a difference. Okay. That's a fetish. It's the difference between drinking your pee and wanting to be peed on. True, true, true. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Like, just the idea of, like, contaminating yourself with, I don't know, like, she, she, she's, basically how she explained it, she explained it as, like, it's weird, like. But how is it weird if it's coming from your own body? And that's kind of like, that's the loop that I was trying to tie it into. It's like, shit, why does it matter if it's Okay, but it matters because say you have a guest over coming to your room and say they just sat on your bed. It's just like, wow, I just came in my bed yesterday. You know, and you're sitting on it right now. You just hit it with the, hit it with the lights on. Nah, just... With the air wick, with the like, it's, it's not a problem to laying your own cum, but it's a problem when people on your space and like it would it, it would just be weird that's understandable but i mean that's like that's what anything that's like if your room is messy like of course you're gonna clean it up if you have company but like shit, if you're comfortable with it you're comfortable with it i'm not i'm not saying that i do it but you know i would hope not i hope not but um yeah like the idea of like no fat is kind of tied to like the men going their own way movement in a way that it's like it's preserving like it's preserving supposedly I don't know it's like some metaphysical boo boo you know what I'm saying BS that I mean I wouldn't say BS but it's just like unprovable now as far as like human scientific standards um it goes into the idea of saying that like you like retaining your semen is like you retaining your spark and I can believe that in in a way, because like sex, sex and masturbation is like it's mental, but it's also physical and physiological. Like when you do either of those acts, all of those realms are affected. Like um, I don't know, like you, like some some men may feel like sleepy or tired. Yeah, for like I mean, that's a couple true. of days after sex or even uh-huh. after masturbation. Some people may feel depressed after masturbation. That's a mental thing, I think. Yeah, I believe so. But, you know, I think that there's power in... I don't know. Maybe, maybe you could call it like... I've heard people use this word like more increasingly like like over like the past month, meninist. Like, I guess you could call that like a branch of men in this. I'm gonna need men to stop yeah, that's with that. Of, it's kind of, it's kind of, um, mm, y'all have a Culture lot of privilege. Culture. Y'all have a lot of privilege, and y'all need y'all don't need me no damn mem- memonism, whatever the hell y'all call yourselves. It's not, it's not it. I just feel like, as a whole, I'm a man going my own way, exactly. 
and that's what people should be doing i feel like but on the plus side even though there is a sex drought a lot of us like the divorce rate for millennials are like low then you know our um parents generation of getting divorced and you said it's low yeah uh, which is like a good thing you know since we're like getting where, married. where are you getting these um no, it's a thing. It was I saw it on the shade room, and I know that you shouldn't believe the shade room like that, but it but it was real. Like it was a real thing. Oh, Datpiff! Hey y'all, check out datpiff.com when you get a chance. That was one of my first um, one of my first uh, you know what I'm saying encounters with mixtape websites. You know, they had some of the best music back in the day. Datpiff. First it was Datpiff. Then I think it was like Spinrilla. I mean, before that, you know, it was like LimeWire, FrostWire. Yeah, Lamar that piff was what I heard about. Like, I don't even know. Christ. That piff was like, it was that before Wellstar. But, um, yeah, um, I don't know. Like, you can't necessarily, well, in my opinion, I wouldn't necessarily, like, try to have, like, a serious conversation about, like, some stuff that's, like, supposed to be reputable. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, a talk show. I mean, technically, this is a talk show, but like, it's a talk show, talk show, and not like a a, a paparazzi or gossip talk show, like Shay Room or uh, Breakfast Club. I know, but it was like a congratulations type thing. It wasn't like a bad thing. It was just I know. Like, I'm not saying that it's you know what I'm saying like none of the stuff that they talk about is like inherently bad or like you know what I'm saying non-constructive, but just I don't know. A lot of this stuff seems kind of like spoofish, or you know what I'm saying, like like it's a parody. Mm-hmm. A lot of it end up ends up being parody, but um, as far as um to address like addressing like the low divorce rate, I mean, I don't know. You got to kind of think about like good for us. Kind of yeah, I guess that's good. You know, maybe you gotta, we learn from gotta, our parents, our parents' mistakes, and you got to kind of their marriage faults. You got to kind of think about the idea that, like, back in the day, a lot of marriages, if not most of them, were, like, arranged. You know what I'm saying? I'm not talking about our parents' generation. I like, 1800. Yeah. Really. You know? Some of them jumps could be arranged. Like, yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm dead. Um... Yeah, like, I mean, our parents' age group, I feel like most of them have the I choice know, to Yeah, I know people in my, um, my parents' age group who, you know what I'm saying, got arranged marriages, you know what I'm saying? like through, Were they like, Muslim? Nah. I don't know nobody in my family that's Muslim. Or, you know what I'm saying, no family friends that's Muslim. Mm-hmm. Like, no close family friends. But, like, just the idea of, like, oh, like, I guess, like, maybe it comes from, like, the mentality of, like, living in the country so it's like oh yeah we from the country we we live in the country we grew up in the country i got married so you're younger than me so i'm gonna tell you who you should marry or who you you know what i'm saying who, who would be a good fit for you and you know like again like that's not necessarily a bad thing because especially if it's your parent or somebody in your family that can kind of tell you like what to expect or like you know what I'm saying? Like, based off of, like, based off of, like, genetics and, like, temperament mm-hmm. and stuff that they've already lived, they can kind of, like, give you, like, an overview of, like, 
what you would be like in a relationship or like what you would want in a relationship mm-hmm. but you know like it's continuity and change or like that you know what I'm saying the dynamic of continuity versus change and it's like do you want to like and then this is like a separate conversation that we can start you know what I'm saying like we're not separate but like branching off conversation it's like do you want to like stick to the traditions that your that your parents have been upholding like religion or like even getting married like you don't even necessarily have to be like traditionally married like and that's I think that's another thing is like it's not like you, you can necessarily prove it but like maybe a lot of people are not like actually getting married when they're just having like unions or like merit like un- unofficial marriage pretty much and even like polyamory or like polygamy you know what I'm saying like I wouldn't say that that's a bad thing you know it's not for everybody yeah to each his own yeah but um yeah I mean I don't know I, I would say that like with each generation it kind of gives you like the ability to like redefine what reality is mm-hmm. and yeah. I would say that with us you know what I'm saying the 90s babies you know we kind of have that same ability to like redefine like what social interactions and and what like relationships and like what we want economy the economy and what we want politics to be like for our kids we kind of I don't know I would say that that's kind of within our responsibility to do something about it I will say that um, my parents were not in an arranged marriage so I can't speak on behalf of that but shit mine wasn't either but I will say that maybe it didn't work for people in older generations because they didn't necessarily knew what love is about or being with somebody is about. Um, I feel like as human beings are constantly evolving and changing, so things are going to change. And people need to understand that it's not always going to be the honeymoon phase and there's just going to be a day when you're really going to see you know your partner for like, who they are you be know like damn like you're not perfect or like damn you i mean if you if you think they're ugly then ugh, i don't i don't think you need to be with that nah not like ugly but like ugly like I don't know, like, when you get with a person and you, you're with them long enough, you start to notice stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, not even necessarily, like, the, excuse me, mm-hmm. the external features, but just, like, anything, like, um, temperament, um, gestures, um, idiosyncrasies, disfrequencies, like, what they say a lot, what they do a lot, like, by habit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? They and say it takes... Like, oh, they say it takes two to four years to really get to know somebody. Now, people who wait that long to get married usually have successful relationships. Yeah, that's cool. But, yeah, um, I feel like people like to rush into things, mm-hmm. and you definitely do need to get to know the person, and because love... Because beauty fades, and the honeymoon phases don't last forever, and 
then you're just gonna have to be there like okay we really together or we gonna break up and some people get used to the person so much you know get used to the bullshit that they're afraid to leave I mean that's another story for another time but it just creates problems. Uh, no, I think I think you know what I'm saying. Speak on it. Um, it's the idea of being complacent, but I mean like, no, it's like if you, you know, if you feel like there's somebody out there better for you, then I don't know. It's like because it's like you can start this conversation off like. In a lot of different places, you can start it off and like, you can start it off in the basis of like, is the relationship not for you, or is the relationship hurting you? Like, whether that be like emotional, physical, or, or mental. And then like, you know what I'm saying, depending on like which one of those, you know what I'm saying. But some people are afraid to leave, because that's all they know. I mean, you just gotta take a chance, like, that's what like. Easier said than done. For some people, it is. It's mental. It is mental. You're right about that. Because you, then... Have you ever found yourself in a situation like that? Um, no. I have not. Um, let's hope I don't. Because, like, for me, um, I haven't been with somebody for a long period of time for me to be like, oh, I can't leave, um... So, yeah, and I hope I'm not in that situation, but I would hope for me um, to be able to leave if the situation is okay, bad. Okay, so this is the thing. Um, the idea of men going their own way, I, I don't know. I would say that there's not, like, no... Have you been in a bad situation? Uh, not to cut you off. Define bad situation. With, um... A little lovely lady, or maybe she wasn't lovely towards the end. <laughs> uh, I've never had like former relationships. Everything that I've ever had in my life has been like a, a fling. Mm-hmm. But there have been times where I tried to take women seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, one situation, I don't know, I was just like, just, um, just rushing into it, and I kind of, you know what I'm saying, wasn't, you know what I'm saying, like, certain of, like, how she felt, I knew she liked me, but I didn't know, like, did she like me on the same level that I liked her, like, did she like me enough to, like, you know what I'm saying, be my girlfriend when I asked her. Mm -hmm. Did you ask her? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel like I asked her the right way. How'd you ask her? <laughs> Through fucking text. <laughs> that wasn't the right way. Yeah, that wasn't the right way. But you see, like... Did she say yes, or...? She said no. She ain't say hell no. She ain't say, like, no like that either. But she said no. She was like... Um, I like you, but mm-hmm. I'm not ready. And, you know... Uh, I don't know. I I wouldn't. I don't know what I was expecting, but you're expecting a relationship. Nah, I guess. But you know, 
stuff happens. You gotta, you know what I'm saying, get over it. That's true. Because it's like, what I was going to say was, I was going to say, like, before you cut me off, and now that, you know what I'm saying, now that you cut me off, you know what I'm saying, I could kind of add this anecdote, you know what I'm saying, to the idea Mm -hmm. of what I was about to bring up. The idea of, like, men going their own way is, like, I guess it's, like, it's a solid movement. I want to say that it's, like, solid, solid, but there, I'm pretty sure there's, like, there's women that feel that same way, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, I don't know, that's what a, that's what, that's what a relationship should be, should be, like, you two deciding to be with each other, not just because there's, like, pressure on, you know what I'm saying, like, society puts pressure on you to say, oh, yeah, this is what a boyfriend and a girlfriend, or, like, this is what two people who are in love do, you know what I'm saying, it's, like, your definition of love should be unique to your situation, and it's, like, you know, you may, like, realize that, like, the person that you try and get with is, like, not good for you as far as, like, emotions and affection goes. Or you may realize that, like, hey, maybe it's not the time. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, any, any like, any situation or relationship should be based in, like, reciprocity and mutual feelings. So do you believe in flames? Do you think they are worth it or you think they're a waste of time? Um, depends on a number of factors. It depends on, like, your personality type. I'm talking about you, like, in general. Um, younger me would have said, yeah. And when you say fling, what do you mean by fling? You mean, like... Whatever your definition of a fling is. Uh, shit, a fling could be anything from... A one night stand. Well, not a one night stand. <laughs> we could say to a to a friend with benefits or like a fuck buddy. Yeah, we could say fuck buddy, buddy, FWB type thing. Do you think it was worth it, or do you think it yeah. caused a lot of corruption? Nah, yeah, it, I mean, so with me, um, I would say yes, because it's like it's pre trials to a relationship. And you, uh, oh, you're funny. I thought you was recording it on the fucking, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> it's like pre-trials to a relationship and it's like, you get to, you get to, you get to see what you, what you would be looking for pretty much. So, I mean, why not? True. Uh, have, have you ever been in a relationship? Um, no, I have not been in a relationship, but I was close to being in a relationship um, before college. But um, I really wasn't ready, and I wanted to be, I just wanted to go to college without a relationship. And he went to Shaw, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that hard or that big of an issue. But, um... Honestly, I just feel like we didn't mesh well either. There was a lot of other key factors why it didn't work out anyway. Um, But he was cool. You know, he taught me a lot. And he made me just... You still talk to him? Well, we don't talk anymore. What's funny is 
I'm not even gonna say that on air. But um yeah, we don't talk anymore. We we kinda didn't end on best terms. But um he was a great guy and um it made me realize that um some people just aren't worth it at all. Mm-hmm. But um plus we used to argue over nonsense, so that's that's a, in the past, that's over with, but it did teach me a lot. There were some good times. So yeah. Um that's interesting. That reminds me of uh a situation. Uh shit, we weren't even like like really talking. She just she liked me. I don't know. And like I guess like that's another thing is like it's the idea of like reciprocation. Like whether it's a relationship or not, like whether it's a situation or like whatever y'all are doing, everything should be reciprocal. But like the idea of like or like what you just like explain reminded me of like a situation I had coming into um coming into college and it's pretty similar, but it was just like I ain't I ain't like her as much as she liked me. And I was um I was a freshman and she was like she was graduating. She was graduating from from my high school like that year. Yeah. What a year that I was going in. And I don't know, it just I don't know. It was like arguing over dumb stuff too. And I don't know, I it was Maybe that was just me, just like testing the limits to see what I could get away with. But you know, get away with what? Stupid stuff. Not like cheating or nothing, but just like being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Not you know what I'm saying being emotionally receptive and stuff like that. Reciprocal of emotions and stuff like that, but I don't know. I always wanted to apologize to her because uh, I knew she uh, liked me a lot, and I kind of like I danced around that. But uh, yeah. Um, think about relationships in college um I definitely think they're possible but um it is really hard like when I came to college I was thought I was gonna this is stupid I thought I really was gonna find my husband here but that obviously is not gonna happen um but I really feel like it can happen it's just a lot harder it really is with you know a lot of temptation that you know women and men have and just figuring out who they are as a person then besides being in a relationship you know um so it is hard but I really do think it could happen if you want to make it work what about you um I have not had a relationship in college um I agree with you. It's possible. 
very possible. But I'm at the point where don't make sense for me to, well actually no, I wouldn't say it don't make sense, but it just, I don't know, it would be kind of like, I wouldn't say like, constraining, because like, shit, if you like, if you like who you want to be involved with, then like, you'll make a, you know what I'm saying, you'll make a way, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. I would say that, you know what I'm saying, one of the, one of the most uh, difficult things would be. Being there, being there uh, physically and emotionally, you know, as soon as I'm about to graduate, like, if I was to get in a relationship with somebody who's, if they're my age, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't know, because it's like, chances are, they're not going to be from where I'm from in college, like, this is like, this is the, um, the hypotheticality of, like, me getting in a relationship in college, in my last I got like Got like six or seven months left in college. And it's just like I don't know. Like I could see myself like liking somebody enough to like travel, but the thing about like reci- you know what I'm saying reciprocity it's like would that person be willing to travel to me as well you know so it's not just like a one sided relationship or one sided travel but um like travel around the world type of shit nah just like like going into the idea of like I'm about to be like a part of like the adult workforce oh okay I'm not gonna have like free time like a college student does. I mean, college students don't really have that much free time, but compared to like somebody who works like a nine to five, like no free time. And just like, I guess that's like, that's exploring the idea of like balance and prioritization. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you feel like you missed something because you were not in a relationship in college? Do you feel like you're missing something or you really don't care at this point? Missing something or missed out on something? Missed out. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm missing out. I'm not even going to lie. Um, I do wonder what it's like to be with somebody where the feeling is mutual and we have that mutual understanding and communication and we have a secure attachment style because there's different attachment styles when it comes to love and I want a secure one. But, um, yeah, I, sometimes I do feel like I'm missing out. I know I'm not, but 
and I know I'm young, but sometimes I feel like I don't ever have enough time. And um, I know it's crazy because it's like I'm 20 years old, but I feel like I haven't experienced like what some people have experienced. And I just, I really be chilling. And when so. When you say experience, what do you mean by that? Like, some of my friends have been in relationships and, you know, good or bad, but it was just like I would like to experience like. Some, I mean, I don't want to say I don't want a horrible relationship, but just to say like, yeah, I did it. You know, it's it's just weird when it's just like, yeah, I've been um single. I haven't really had a boyfriend, so it's it's just weird, and it's just like you're twenty. I mean, it's only weird if you make it. Weird. I mean, I'm not trying to make it weird, but it, it's just like, damn. I know some people who are like twenty three and they've never been in a relationship so i know i'm not the only one i know some i know some people that's like 22 might be 24 25 that don't know nothing about that or like like even like people that have never had sex too so it's it's all about like i don't know it's like i think that like the idea of that is like it starts in it starts in Mm self-assessment starts and asking yourself like are you fulfilled with if you were to die today or die tomorrow were you like were you happy with every choice that you made up until you know what I'm saying up until the point of death I'm gonna keep it up like a hundred no but I I can't change the past and you know some things happen for a reason but if I were to die right now I would die I don't think I'd be the happiest but I'd be happiest I'd be I'd be okay I'd be okay I'd be happy as shit if I died. Not like happy to die. But, you know, <laughs> I'd be happy if I died. Like I lived a happy life. Like I didn't get to do everything that I wanted to do, and that's, that's what I'm saying. That comes with like restrictions, like school. Like school was in the way of me doing a lot of stuff. Um, you know what I'm saying? Not you know what I'm saying? Like being in the best you know what I'm saying situation financially was also like something that played a role in you know what I'm saying? Like me not being able to do everything I wanted to do. But, um, also, like, it starts in self-assessment. Then it starts in, you know what I'm saying, well, it, it continues in, like, self-development. Self-development is the idea of, like, I guess it's self-awareness. It's pretty much, like, recognizing everything that you've done up until that point and realizing, realizing, um, Okay, so I'm gonna just give you like a story, background story. It's not my background story, but I was watching this video on Saturday. And it was about uh, this kid in high school, senior year. And they were playing this game. It was a I forgot what the name of the game was, but it's you know what battle royale is. Battle royale is like it's like the type of game. It's like you play to the last man is standing or like the last couple people are standing. And so it was a game. I, I think it was like it's, it's similar to tag. Mm-hmm. And you walk around with markers. Oh, that's cool. We should do that here. And um, basically, um, it's too late. You know what I'm saying? It's too late in the year. But, you know. Um, you basically, like, kill the person with a marker. And it's like, it's a list of rules, basically. And, um, like, you kill them outside of school. You could kill them in school, but like once you kill them, they're dead. And like, 
you basically like you rank up and you basically like have to stay alive and not get killed and basically so the whole point of like the story is the kid he survived all the way to the end of the year and people were asking him was he was he himself and he would he would be like dismissive and be like no I'm not Thomas and it kind of like it played a role in like him not being known pretty much uh, not you know what I'm saying not being as I guess you could say popular as popular as he wanted to be and um, he won not because he was a good player but he won because nobody knew who he was pretty much and that's the idea of like self-awareness I mean I guess you could say that that's like that's like the in-between is like self-assessment and self-awareness like the idea of like realizing like Mm-hmm. What your life was, I mean, what your life is, is slash was, and what it isn't, or what it hasn't been, and making a change, you know what I'm saying, based on that. But basically, he, um, this, I think he said his solution to that was he started reading a lot of um, books. I mean, there's a lot of books, that, you know what I'm saying, like off the top of my head, I can give you like a whole list of books. To start with, if if anybody would be interested in reading them, um, the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson. Um, I think I've I heard that. Never, yeah, I've never read it, but I heard it's a very good book. Kind of like it teaches you to like focus on the stuff that does matter, and to to channel out everything that doesn't matter. And you know, like people do that like with different methods, but. You know, like, he started working out, and I don't know, like, that was interesting, like, I started working out because, like, shit, I like how I look in a t-shirt, you know, but that was interesting to see because, like, I just, I just started watching his videos, like, this weekend, and it was kind of like, wow, like, I kind of started to do self-improvement myself without having to, you know what I'm saying, be prompted by anything. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's what you need. You need to be able to realize, like, that your life is not where you wanted to be and change it yourself. That's true. But yeah, then, very true. again, I feel like I need to realize that some things aren't going to happen in the time frame that I want it to happen. And I need to be okay with that, you know? Like, people try to normalize things, like, Oh, you should get your first kiss at this age. And you should you lose your virginity at this age. And you should get married here. And you should have kids at this age, this, seven, mm-hmm. third. And you shouldn't put your life on a time frame, you know? Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't try to rush things. You I mean, it's out, of, it's out of my control on some certain things. There's some stuff I, I can't control with being self-aware. But there's other things I can't control. And it, I have to realize that that's fine. Like what? Like me not, like me being single, which is fine to be single, whatever, because you learn a lot about yourself. And there's a lot of people who have been in their and been in relationships back to back to back, mm-hmm. and they don't know a damn thing about themselves. So, 
yeah um and me not comparing myself with other people that's what I mean like when it comes to me being with somebody I can't control when it's gonna happen what time where when and where I don't know so I have to be okay with if it if it happens and I'm old it still happened though but it still happened you know you just I just gotta be stuff aren't gonna be on a time frame so it still happened great move on you know what I mean yeah but also you shouldn't get so caught up in getting to something that you you know what I'm saying you forget to live yeah and I'm that's, li- that, that's I'm, that idea it's you're like, right you're basing your existence off of oh yeah I'm waiting for this well, what if it never happens? And it's just like, damn, like, you, you wasted a whole bunch of, like, mental effort. And, you know what I'm saying, hoping that something will come and it does not come. Or even, like, the idea of, like, it, it coming. It's like, I always have multiple goals. Because it's like, even if it does happen, and you get to it, you're like, oh, man, what do I do now? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing that a lot of people get caught up in. They get caught up in the idea of, like, not planning and just, like, being goal-oriented, but goal-oriented towards, like, one goal. And then they lose their drive after they get that one goal. And that's not, you know what I'm saying? That's not productive being a human, you know? A lot of people actually, I've heard people, I wouldn't say a lot of people, but I've heard people have died from that. From just like being complacent, like after they reach a goal, it's like they lose like the will to do anything else. So I always set multiple goals. Higher one, you know what I'm saying, or one one or more higher than the other. Smash that shit and you know. Keep on smashing shit. Yep. I think I'm gonna end it. Because I gotta go somewhere, but it's been great. Thank you for coming, Quincy. Um, this is No Chill Nyla, and I'm about to end it. This is Just Listen and Understand. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day. <laughs>